Yeah, yeah, welcome back. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thanks for coming back to another show, the From Us to You comedy show. Man. Yeah, man. I'm your whole school, man. I'm your whole school. Uh, before I introduce this next comedian, man, you know, man, I've just been thinking about life and shit. You feel me? You know, I don't get why women just be jumping into stuff. You feel me? It ain't got nothing to do with it. Why y'all think I got this black out right now? <sighs> shit crazy. And also, man, all y'all women gay now, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. But, but, but I got a question, I got a question. Why y'all not eating pussy, huh? Huh? Studs, y'all going to let them get away with that? <laughs> Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Well, shit, man, we got a major show for y'all. For our next comedian, y'all know his name. Give it up for Slick, the comedian. Come on, y'all. Give it up, give it up. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, motherfuckers? I'm back, I'm back. White people. Yo, what's up with y'all on cigarettes, man? Y'all love lighting up that cigarette right when you get next to a nigga. As soon as that conversation start getting good, here you go, slapping the pack. What the fuck is wrong with you niggas, bro? Don't nobody want to die from your secondhand smoke. Like, fuck the oppression, fuck the racism. You niggas is out here trying to kill me for nicotine smoking. That's sick, nigga. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hey, how many of y'all shop at Walmart, man? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Or, or, how many of y'all be stealing from self-checkout? Keep it real. Keep it real. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Fuck Sam Walton and his whole family. But don't you hate it? Uh, sisters, I love y'all. But don't y'all hate it when there's a black woman right there staring at everybody's fucking cart? Making sure everything in your cart gets slid across that skinny. I be going to that checkout just knowing I'm about to save about $30, $40. But see my black sister over there, I'm like, nah, nah, I got to put some of this shit back, goddammit. Don't do me like that. When you see me, don't do me like that, man. They got enough money, man. But, yo, that's my time. I'm slick. You know where it's at. Yeah. Be a gang banger. Death to all Crips and Bloods. Death to all GDs and BDs. May they all die like King Von. May they all die like Jackie O the Ruler. May they all die like Nipsey Hustle in vain. Really, Skip? Skip, let's stop. Go show what we got. Skip, 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 skip. So that's what type of movie you're in today? That'd be fucking cool. about this. I'm about to say, nigga. I'm about to expose all the pre production right now. <laughs> That'd be fucking <laughs> Oh, shit. But nah, uh, that's a wild clip. I remember seeing that, like, uh, like what, maybe. Monday or some shit. I was like, oh, okay, this nigga Charleston White is a wild nigga, bro. I don't know how to feel about this nigga. Because, uh, yeah. Charleston sometimes, White, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes he be saying some, like, some real shit, and then, like, he'll say some shit like that, and then just lose me completely. So, I don't know how to feel about this. this and where is he? Where is Charleston White from? He's from Texas. He's from Texas? Yeah. 
from Texas, went to jail when he was, what, 14? Got out right before 21 or 20, something like that. Mm -hmm. And Um, he just decided to turn up, like, the past five, six years, I guess. Yeah, I guess he's, like, a youth counselor in, like, Texas or something like that. And um, the first time I saw him, he was on Say Cheese. And, excuse me, it wasn't as – he was saying little shit. Well, it was, like, shit, like – it was, like, shit that was, like, hurtful truth where it's, like – I wouldn't have said that, but I get where you coming from. Now it seems like it's like shit that's like, okay, I don't even get where you come from. You're just you're just trying to uh, provoke people. You're not even trying to get like provoke people with thought. You're just trying to provoke people emotions, and it seems like you want people to do something to you. So, because niggas is definitely running down on him now, and asking him like, hey, bro, what was you talking about on that? <laughs> I don't know that one blood on that one video we watched ran down on him and it was just like all lip service. He really didn't get it popping. So yeah. that might but, put even more of a battery in his back. I'm like, yeah, see y'all niggas is fucking fake thugs. Like I told, like I said. But also, and that's like one of his points. That's like one of his points. He's he's his points is like, hey, I'm going to talk as much shit and they're not going to do nothing to me. But so, he also said so he's niggas going to walking snitch. up saying all this I'm pyro blood shit and then like nothing's happening and they kind of like walk away. And it's kind of putting the battery in his back to keep going crazy for views and social media. Yeah. And isn't this nigga like, don't he have like a whole like snitch campaign? Yeah, he said he's going to snitch. No, he he wants to recruit snitches yeah. and get everybody to snitch. So he's just really on the, the other side of the snitch. fence, I guess. Yeah. I did Which, read, I read some shit like when he got out of jail or they um got his case thrown out or whatever the fuck. Mm. Like it was like some, some cops that like went out their way to like really like help him prove his innocence or whatever the fuck help uh, him out so something like that might have a lot yeah i don't know i'm sorry listeners i don't know the full background of <laughs> mr charleston white but that might have a lot to do with um his views and why he yeah. do what he do because he had a few uh maybe nice nice white people to help him out in the situation and now he's just looking at everything from a different lens from my understanding he um they killed some white man they tried to rob some white man when he was young they killed him went to juvenile hall uh, I guess he had juvenile life. So with juvenile life, you can get out when you're like 21 or whatever. Uh, while he was in there, he joined the Crips. Um, got out. Still did some like dumb shit. Joined the Crips for what? Protection? I'm guessing. He is a little guy. Yeah. So you're going like, to have to join something just to. I think his era of game banging in Texas was like the beginning. So I don't think it was like on some like. It was like deep type shit. Like it was like thirty crips in like a unit, and then you're like, oh yeah, let me join the crips. I think it was like something other than that. But I, I don't know. I wasn't there. He could have did that. I was gonna say. I feel like being a small nigga going to jail, you would have to try yeah. to try to click up if you can, just yeah. to yeah. have something. Yeah, or just be a crazy ass little nigga. But you gotta remember, they're in juvenile hall, so it's like, how, what what's the worst that can happen in juvenile hall? A bunch so. of wild niggas in there, like you, nigga. <laughs> a bunch of wild niggas in one yeah. fucking building trying to be watched and contained. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so yeah, got out, uh, I guess during that time period, he just realized game banging was like a cancer and then he just turned up like, <laughs> I don't know, I guess, I don't know, bro. Dude. But it he, just, it's just been going crazier lately. Like the message, like for real, the message he was preaching in the beginning is now getting lost because he's trying to, I guess, prove a point that these gangsters aren't really gangsters. I don't know. But it's just a recent though. I, I'm like the way this nigga turned up out of nowhere, like the past, like I guess five, six years. I'm estimating because mm. I really don't know. I haven't kept track of him like that. 
It makes me think that, like, it made me feel like this nigga just got out of jail, like, 2012 or some shit. <laughs> like, this nigga been out of jail since, like, super early 2000s or late 90s. It was, like, yeah. 2000, 2001 or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, now now you want to turn up and go crazy on niggas. Or maybe he just seen enough and he's just like, bro, I'm, yeah. I'm tired of the fake shit. Yeah. I about to say, I mean, like. <laughs> Who knows? You know, trying to get our communities better better, and, like, you know, stop kids from joining gangs. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And, you know, telling kids, like, hey, man, it's okay to snitch sometimes. Ain't, I guess ain't nothing wrong with that. But, like. So, having a Trump flag and saying death to all Crips and that's when it, yeah, that's, that's when it gets love. It's like, all right, bro, what, what's going on here? <laughs> like, it, it's not that serious. Is that like, the progressive way nah, to do things? No, nah, I don't think that's the progressive way. I think the progressive way is to get the Crips and the Bloods <laughs> on the same page and, you know. I feel like we get these organizations to be like, well, these gangs or whatever, whatever you want to call them, to be like on some like, like on some like um, how niggas look at like the Boys and Girls Club. Everything good? No, no, I'm just thinking about okay. Like how niggas look at the Boys and Girls Club and like we like do it like that way. I think we'll be all right. But like, you know, wishing death on all these niggas like, nah, I don't think that's cool. Because, you know, there's some good gang members out there. Pretty sure you know a couple. I mean, him doing that, recording himself, my bad. Him doing that, recording himself, it's clearly for social media clips. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And he said he's a troll. He said this is a, a character. Oh, hey. just troll. Moral of the story, man. <laughs> Trolls going troll. Mm-hmm. No matter their background, they a troll, they're going to go all the way to get the troll off. Yeah, no matter. Before, no matter uh, their safety. No, nah. How are you going to feel when we get the news that somebody ran down and ended this man's life? I'm not going to feel in the type of way because that was the energy he was burning. I'm just about to, I was just asking like how is niggas supposed to feel? Yeah. This is like uh it's kinda like uh, kinda asked for it, right? Yeah. It's kinda like with Draco the ruler, like it sucks that he's he passed on, but it's like this name it's like Kane Von, Draco the ruler. It sucked that they died, but it's like, bro, this is the energy y'all was putting out in the world. Like how sad can I really feel? Like y'all was gangsters and y'all were out like gangsters in my opinion, so I can't be mad at it. Did he go out on your y'all own jacket, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking um, they said Soulja Boy got maced by this nigga. I don't know how true that is. Still trying to see like we're I'm in a time where it's like uh, if it ain't no video or if it ain't like yeah. no reliable source, like letting us know that this probably did happen, then I kind of just leave it alone. It's I'm like, mad when you know. be a, a grown man macing you. Very mad. But <laughs> one thing I noticed is like I didn't see Soldier Boy say anything about it, and it reminded me a lot about how when Freddie Gibbs got jumped in mm. prime and didn't say shit about it. Something like it might happen. Nah, uh, Soulja Boy did say something. He posted a video. I just didn't watch it. Yeah, I just, I, I, don't, I, I didn't care. Bro, I promise I went on his Twitter and yeah. scrolled and I didn't see anything. You I think yeah. it was on like the blogs. Some maybe the deleted or something. I don't know. But I definitely I went on his page and I scrolled and I was like, oh yeah, you're, you're giving this no attention. <laughs> kind of like how Freddie Gibbs gave that other shit no yeah. attention. But it's a lot of niggas saying this. Like, yo, <laughs> this happened. No, no, no. You got, you got duffed out, my boy. <laughs> I'd rather get. We'll jumped. keep the video. Just watch your mouth and it won't. <laughs> It won't happen again. <laughs> it won't drop. No, the video won't drop. <laughs> it can still happen again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd rather get jumping prime twelve in front of my bitch than to get fucking mace by a nigga that's five seven. Yeah, I'd probably rather get jumped. I don't want niggas fucking up my sight, Dude. spraying shit in my eyes, man. Leave that for the bitches, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Shit, let me introduce this pod, man. Welcome back to another episode from us. You podcast from a nigga point of view. I'm your host, Scoop. <laughs> In front of us is Slick the Engineer, and we back, we back, we back, man. How you doing this weekend? Doing all right. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't like how you didn't send me that uh, that, that, that IG, man. 
You had other plans, bro. You didn't bro, need you it. Could, you could have made me. It could have made me change my mind right there. Nah, man. You already had a way set up, man. You you had your mindset. I wanted you to continue with that mission. I didn't want to tempt you with nothing that you didn't want to do. <laughs> so I just left it alone. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, was you, you getting through it? Uh, you getting to anything this weekend? Nah, man. I got into absolutely nothing. I've just been yeah. chilling for real. Trying to, trying to own a business halfway. Real procrastinator. And um, I ain't been out nowhere. I've been at the crib. A few of the homies pulled up. Over here throughout the, I guess, the last few days. That's about it, man. Shit, ain't nothing wrong Real with that, Real introvert bro. vibes. Shit, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Shit, um, yeah, my weekend was pretty smooth, bro. I ain't do much. Uh, Did find out that I was, like, probably the cause of some of my relationship, but. Yeah. Be like that sometimes. How'd you find that out? Um, She told me. The nigga went through her phone and saw, like, some messages. And was like, oh, so you just out here touching this nigga dick. And expect me to think nothing happened. <laughs> I, oh, I, I oh, felt the nigga. I was like, dang. How old is Shorty? Bro, Shorty up there, bro. How like, old? Like, she's she's your age. Because what, you 33? About to be. Yeah, she about to be 34. Mm. Mm. Shout out to school. Come on, man. School out here trying to pull up the oldest dude. Come on, bro. I don't be doing nothing, man. I just be chilling, man. So she got a man. She 30. She about to be 34 and got a man and entertaining your young ass. <laughs> Nah, mm. man. Nah, Shit man. definitely ain't going good in their relationship. <laughs> Damn, I don't, I don't know how to take that. Really? <laughs> like, God damn, you mess with this nigga's school. I know it was just she in a relationship. She she just needed something younger, bro. So clearly, you know, the relationship ain't ain't lit. I don't, nah, she ain't. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. So bro. it's not a relationship. I don't know, bro. It's one of them situations where it's like, I'm glad the nigga didn't call my phone, bro. That's all I'm glad about, like. Thank God you ain't call my phone, bro. I so really what? She just it. talking to a whole lot of niggas, I guess. We're just different niggas. Nah, then... the niggas are baby daddy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, come on, bro. You know how that shit goes. Yeah, I know. It's I guess it's just complicated bullshit. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Just. Which I had a whole seed together. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> shit. Another funny story that happened over the weekend. <clears throat> just block out his name. I'm I'm going to say the name so you know who I'm talking about. But just block out the name. So. My boy he hit me up this weekend. He hit me up like Saturday. He was like, "Hey, bro, uh, I don't know if you saw it yet, but I post something on um, IG. Um, I want to make it look like something for my ex, bro. I know she follow you. She probably still follow you and shit. So you know, I want her to see your story." I said, "All right, bro." He was like, "Yeah, can you repost it for me?" I was like, "Yeah, bro, I got you." Oh, boy, he was like, "Yo, when you repost it, I want you to say this though." I said, "All right, what's up?" He was like, say, dang, my nigga got his feelings and got into his bag. I told this nigga, hells, nah, I ain't saying that, bro. I sound light-skinned as fuck. <laughs> I ain't saying that, bro. Like, bro, I'm over here trying to pull bitches. Why would I say some shit like that? Like, the bitches going to look at me and be like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, why are you saying this about your mans right now? <laughs> like, this is weird. Hell, is, that, is that why you told him why you wouldn't do it? Yeah, because I, I one, bro, that sound like some light-skinned shit. Like, that sound like a light-skinned nigga would say. Bro, your daddy light-skinned, bro. That don't mean I got to be light-skinned. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> and then I was just like thinking, about, I'm like, bro, I'm over here trying to get the hoes, bro. I'm posting pictures of my waves and shit. You trying to scare them away, bro? What's going on, nigga? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why I do in that situation. I don't think a, a homie ever asked me to do some shit like that. 
about to say how young Unless we Unless I have way back in like high school. Maybe some high school yeah. shit. We did that, but recently, I don't know. I can't think of nothing. Hey, your homie ever asked you to hold it down? Like, recently? Like, like bro, hold it down real quick. Hold what now? I don't know, bro. Y'all some, y'all some wild niggas, bro. I know a couple of your homeboys. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, what the hell? It's just like, hey, yo, shorty went through the MacBook. <laughs> and he's just saying, this is your MacBook at the crib. Nah, ain't no shit happen like that in a long time, bro. I'm gonna keep it real. That's what's up. Maybe like high school times. Like, I, if I think hard, right, I'm pretty sure niggas, you know, that's the time to do all that wild shit. Yeah. Once you get to a certain age, I don't know, man. This is like, bro, you, you really still asking me to just. You, you asking this of me right now? Mm. <laughs> hey, nigga, man up, dude. Now, it's a backstory. That's the only reason I was like, ah, I'll do this because it's a backstory. And I can't really get into it, but like, yeah. But mm, I don't know. I don't mind doing certain shit for the homies. You know, maybe they trying to get their love back. You feel me? Like, mm, shit. Get their bitch jealous. Let me tell on what it is, bro. I ain't really tripping, but Depending yeah. on what it is and how they going about it, I might have to tell them to switch it up a little bit or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much been my weekend, bro. Just been cooling, trying to stay out the way, just trying to chill. Fuck. Work, work, work. Yeah, bro. So, shit, what you trying to talk about, bro? Ain't too much going on. Whatever, man. I don't even <laughs> fucking know. A lot of bullshit hitting the it's, net. It ain't nothing niggas have to talk about, you know? Nah. So, it's just like. Nah. I mean. Shit, we was, I guess, talking about Charleston White and his background, mm. you know, his his criminal background doing time. Was another uh, star from back in the day that almost was about to do time if his nephew ain't fold. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky yeah, I, Martin. Yeah, Ricky, hey, that was a weird-ass story, bro. So, for the people that don't know, Ricky Ricky Martin, this, this happened in the span of, like, two days. His nephew came out and said he was uh, – uh, uh, Sexually assaulted by him or whatever. I said it was in a relationship. Oh, in a relationship. Like, however long. Well, that's still sexually assaulted. You know, if it's your nephew, and especially if you oh, like underage. Excuse me. The way they put it. And Ricky Martin came out. Was like, "Hey, bro, I don't know what the fuck going on." Excuse me, but we about to take this to the. Uh, you know, I'm taking this serious. Blah blah blah. And then, like two days later, his nephew just recanted the statements and was like, "Nah, you know, I was just, I don't know." Ricky Martin is officially in the clear following the bombshell allegations made by his nephew last week. The singer's 21-year-old nephew claimed that he had a sexual relationship with Martin that led to harassment. A judge granted his nephew a temporary restraining order, but today, the singer's nephew withdrew his claims in court. Per TMZ, the judge dismissed the temporary restraining order against Ricky Martin the ruling came after his nephew dropped the charges. Ricky Martin's legal team confirmed that the accuser informed the court that his decision to dismiss the matter was his alone without any outside influence or pressure. And the accuser confirmed he was satisfied with his legal representation in the matter. The statement from Martin's legal team said the request came from the accuser asking to dismiss the case. This was never anything more than a troubled individual making false allegations with absolutely nothing to substantiate them. We are glad that our client saw justice done and can now move forward with his life and his career. So, yeah, I'm assuming that's a nephew. And the allegations was a seven month sexual affair that they had going on. So what do you think really happened? 
you think he's a troubled mental mentally troubled nephew or do you think ricky martin and them boys dropped the bag and was like bro you better drop the shit right now i'm gonna get murdered i'm gonna go with the nephew being uh, mentally unstable i'm just gonna hope that's what's going on in the situation (laughs) um Puerto Rico, bro, they 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 serve time for that incest shit a little different, bro. They give niggas up to fifty years for that incest bullshit. I, I mean, they don't, I believe they don't it, fuck yeah. with that shit. I believe it. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna take the ladder on this one. Just uh, just just think that the nephew was probably you know on that cocaine, wanting some money or some shit. And you know, Ricky Martin was like, Nah, bro. You know, you've been asking him since you was like, you know, I've been taking care of you for a minute. Nah, bro. You know, boom boom. boom. Yo, it's crazy. Um, like Latino artists can like make one big ass song and they'll just eat off that shit for the rest of their life. It gotta be a big song. Like, I mean, I. In any genre, you can do that, but it has to be, like, one of those. Yeah. It has to be one of those. Because, you know, it's hard for it to cross over in, like, to the American market. But once again, that American market and, like, white people are vibing to it, like, it's a wrap. Like, they don't have to do nothing after that. Like, I think it took, like, Secure, like, 10 years before she made another album, bro. Having a, you think he was living? La vida loca. Being a la vida loca night happened one night. <laughs> that caused that seven months. <laughs> that's that's why I was asking you, bro. I was like, what do you think really happened? What you think you think, think nephew just came to his senses because he just mentally crazy? It was like, you know what? Nah, nothing happened. Let me let me close this case that I opened. I, I, that I spoke with my legal team about. Like all of this is fake. Let me. Look, what do you think? I, I'm hoping that the nephew was just I like, was what do you think? What do you I think? Know what you hope? What do you think happened? Because I don't want to. I don't want to pit Ricky Martin in that like nasty man category. Like, bro, you're a nasty nigga. And is Ricky Martin and is gay? Right? Is he gay? It's always been allegations and rumors that he was I gay. He came I don't out. think. Well, I don't remember him coming I can't remember. out. But I, I know it's always been allegations and suspicions that he might be. Mm. But yeah, what you think? And I didn't see like his uh, sexual preference resurface <laughs> when this shit happened. Cause I thought niggas would have definitely doubled down on it. I'm like, you see, I told you that nigga was on some wild shit. <laughs> some type of shit. But like, it was just like, damn. Kind of like you, like, uh, shit, I hope this nigga's not giving it up like that. That's some nasty uh, stance to be on. Yeah. Nasty court case. Yeah. But, um, look, I don't know what happened, but clearly he's in the clear, so he's back in the streets. Um, who live knows? Living La Vida Loca. <laughs> no, living La Vida Loca. <laughs> back to living La Vida Loca. Ahora. But I'm about to say if he was if it's only been seven months and he was 21, it's like, come on, nephew, you could have fought, you could you could have fought. Say that one more time. It's only been seven. This is going to come on, bro. Because I, I it did not register. <laughs> this is going to come on, bro. We might have to we might have to cut this. <laughs> but it's it was a seven month relationship. So you're 21. So that probably means you might have been like 20. It's like, bro, you you could have if you didn't want that, you could have fought that nigga off, bro. Yeah, younger, what, Ricky Martin probably like in his 40s right now, pushing 50. Could have fought that, bro. 
so much gray area because it's like it's seven months, bro. If it was real, like I mean, I was rocking out for seven months. So why come at him now? Like, did he force you to be in his life more than a nephew? I don't know. More than an uncle nephew relationship? Like, uh, it's just too much gray area, and it came out of nowhere, and then it got dismissed out of nowhere. So it's just like, I don't know what they're doing out there in Puerto Rico, but I'll just hold it down and live right. Let's say the story is fake. Do you bring, um, do you, do you, like, is your nephew allowed at the, the family gatherings and the Thanksgiving, the Christmas? Because you already know they all going to Ricky Martin house. Are they? Do we fuck with them? I don't know. Come on, bro. It's Ricky Martin. Like, if you had a famous, like, singer in your family, like, bro, you, you're pulling up at least like, once. I feel like there's a lot of famous people out there that don't have the, the family gathering at their crib. Because it's just like, bro, we're not about to do that. It wasn't like that before I got on. I didn't show me support. Like, we're not about to do that. Plus, you plus I'm going on tour or I'm busy or something. <laughs> I don't even celebrate this shit no more. Nigga, what are you talking about? The trap's still open on Christmas Day. Um, I feel you, though. Is that how you're going to be if you make it? Like, just be like, nah, bro. I don't know how I'm going to be, man. Honestly. Nah, low-key want to have, like, put stock get, in. I want to have get-togethers at my crib. But, like, low-key, I don't, I don't care if it's my family. I just wanted to be the homies. Tell them to pull up with their family. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I never really put too much thought into it because I was like, once you in that situation, you don't know how you gonna be. So I just try to get in that situation and navigate through it. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, just try to live my life that way. Anyway. Mm. Well, I feel like there's something else that has, uh, some crime shit happen. Some crime shit. Yeah, ain't there some more crime? Like some niggas did some. Uh, some other wild shit. I mean, probably, but it's USA, dog. I'm pretty sure it's mad crime. Uh, some, like, famous shit that everybody heard about. Yeah. I can't think of nothing right now, man. I feel like I... I feel like once we go to the commercial, I'm going to be like, ah, oh, shit. The biggest one. Wow. Mm. Just know you wanted a coon conference over for this old clip. Bro, is that not a coon conference? I mean, she I just guess... Let that, she let that white woman just say nigger freely. What else she was going to do back then? That whole, <laughs> and then fucking, the, like, that whole crowd is... Hey. The, that whole crowd is white people for one So like what would she do If she would have called her out and got her out of there The other white people probably would have got up Stormed out show would have got cancelled And then she would have She would have been known as uh That black tacos that did take no shit But she wouldn't be as big and a billionaire As she is now But the last um The last statement she didn't even have to say that though She didn't have to say like That's white people she didn't have to say there's there's a bunch of niggers in here, not just Oprah. Like she could she because like the point she was making, I was like, that shows you how their brain works subconsciously. What they really like think of us. I, that that was nothing but like more confirmation to me. I'm like, oh, tell me something I don't know. I know how y'all feel about us, bro. And then back then, on some Oprah shit, yeah, Oprah shit. No, nah, Oprah had a lot of um clips like this, like through her episodes and yeah. Interviews and you know the Oprah show shit like back in early yeah that's when that uh still a lot of barriers niggas was trying to get over yeah living together integrationally that's, that's a, a word <laughs> that was just a funny like way she was trying to like basically say we all ain't shit so we all are niggers <laughs> yeah she was pretty much trying to say we're all the same so if she's a nigger you're a nigger we're a nigger not just Oprah. <laughs> Sorry, Oprah. White niggers and black niggers. Where is she? Stand up and say that if you don't mind. Please. Yes. 
very quickly what I was saying, and I try to teach this to my children. We live in a Christian community, and looking around this room, the majority of these people... She tried to preach this to her children. So she's telling her kids, hey, at the house, hey, 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 we're all niggers. <laughs> let's, just, let's just get this straight. <laughs> we're all the same. We're all Christians. So we're all niggers. So, all right, go ahead. People seem like Christians, and they seem like God-fearing people. I want to say, if you're going to say nigger, which is a terrible word to me, you have to open it to both races, because black people and white people are the same inside. Nigger, if you want to explain it like that, there are some of those here today, other than Oprah. She's not a nigger. Sorry, Oprah. I didn't mean about white niggers. We, we're going to have a national coons conference at FDMG. Yes, brothers and sisters, we have to have a national coons conference. Coon Conference brought by Scoop. Yeah, man. Shouts are over, man. She is a billionaire, so. I guess it did help her not slapping the taste out of that white woman's mouth. Um, I mean, it definitely helps to hold your tongue and be the the bigger guy to control the situation the best way possible. I mean, shit, even when we had um, goddamn Keem on here and, like, you know, what happened oh, yeah, yeah. at the stadium during the Trump rally, yeah. old cracker got them stole on them. And yeah. he he handled it the so called right. right way. Yeah. And then dapped it up with him in court. Yeah. yeah. After it was over. So it's but he said, you know, that opened doors for him. He got yeah. sponsors for certain events that he put together and shit and got connects and you know, it opened some sort of doors. So, you know, it definitely helps <sighs> to hold your composure and and be the biggest man you possibly can be to handle it the best way possible. But to me, in situations like that, I don't fault you for going either way. Yeah. If, I mean, if you're going to be the bigger man, hey, that, to me, that probably takes more strength than actually wilding out on him, which I all the way agree with, too. Yeah. So. It's, I guess that's an interesting dynamic, like, holding your tongue and then, like, because, like, not everybody's going to get that situation. Like, you hold your tongue and, like, a good, like, result come out of it, like. Opening doors and all that type of shit. Like, you might hold your tongue and nothing might happen. And you might have to just deal with that for the rest of your life, knowing that somebody just was able to call you a nigger or put hands on you or and whatever. just, like, walk away freely. But, that, yeah, I mean, just comes down to the type of person you are, man. Yeah. Are you the type of person to go this way or go that way? Might work out for you, you might not, man. Yeah, I feel it. I definitely feel it. Um, before we get, go to the uh, commercial break, do you hear um, K. Cutterham rap? K. Cutterham? Like the first five seconds when I turned it off. I wasn't you wasn't interested. feeling it? You wasn't feeling it? It's not interesting. Mm. I didn't even play it long enough to know if I was interested or not. It's just from like the first ten, five to ten seconds I listened to, I just, just kept scrolling. Do you feel like basketball players should just shut up and dribble now? I never said it. <laughs> I, I said it. Shut up and dribble, nigga. Oh, boy, <laughs> Shut up and dribble. Stop rapping about thug shit, bro. Please. Oh, he was Please. rapping about thug shit? Yes. Like, I didn't even get that deep. Yes. I didn't even know. I was just like, you the know 30 what? 30 got a dick on it. Like, bro, why? You're a basketball player, bro. You didn't grow up like this. And maybe you did. Like, bro, you made it. Just stop. Please. Please, bro. I'm begging you. Hey, man. You heard it. You heard it from school, man. I'll probably co-sign with you because I ain't hear the whole thing, but I don't want to hear it either. 
Like, even when um um Miles Bridges was rapping, I still felt the same thing, same way. I was like, all right, I mean, like y'all can rap about y'all living the life of an NBA player. Like I'm not mad at that either. Like I want to hear about y'all NBA shenanigans in the in the music. Under contract, well, they can't do that. They really want to use them lyrics. Huh? I see why David Stern told AI like, "Hey, bro, relax." <laughs> like, oh, I see oh, why. Oh, skip, skip, it might if if he didn't tell him to relax, then yeah, we might have had like a whole wave of NBA players just really giving it up filthy back in the day. Mm, possible. Mm, yeah. Shit, man. You ready for a commercial? Yeah. All right, man. We'll be right back. Should have just beat his meat. Yo, daddy should have just beat his meat. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. Sound off. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Hop! Man, who the hell was that? Hey, Private, what's your name? Private School, sir. Scoop? As in Scooby Doo, boy? Yes, sir. Would you like to solve mysteries, boy? No, sir. My mama gave me that nickname when I was a baby. She said I like Scooby Snack, sir. Oh, your mom gave you that nickname when you was a baby. Bullshit! I think you like to solve mysteries. How about you mysteriously get down and give me 30 push-ups right now? Yes, sir. Sergeant Slick, sir. One, two, Hell's this problem? three, four, five, <laughs> six. And what's your name, Private? Private Glove, sir. Glove? Looks like your daddy should have wore a glove because you're the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. How the hell you get that nickname, boy? I got it from the homies in college, sir. Homies? Yes, sir. Is that slang for homo, boy? No, sir. Oh, you think life is sweet, boy? No, sir. How about you get down and give me 30 push-ups right now? Yes, sir. One, two. Oh, yeah, I'm going to turn y'all boys into men tonight. I don't know where the hell y'all think y'all landed. But from us to you boot camp, we will not tolerate any of that bullshit. Now, we're going to let these two gentlemen finish their push-ups and get back to marching. Ready? Flip, 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 right, flip, 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 right, flip. And we back, we back, we back. Okay. So, you at a festival. You minding your business. You know, you got, you got the way you're spinning. You know, shirt off, you know. Vibing, man. You over there. Got down sweetie on stage. She look dead at you. And be like, hmm, you my type. How you reacting? Bitch, let's meet up. Right after you get <laughs> okay. off the fucking stage. If you really fuck with me like yeah. that. I don't sit here and try to fucking stroke my ego for your fucking performance. Like, if you really trying to fuck with a nigga, goddamn, look. I'll, I'll throw my phone up on stage. Catch it. You throwing your uh, tank top on Find stage? <laughs> you writing your number in your tank top and just throwing that bitch on stage? Nah, I ain't about to get in my groupie bag like that. Nigga shouldn't be throwing clothes at women. Nah, that's all. Yeah, that's I'm about to say, different. if I see a nigga start throwing clothes at that's women. That's a double standard I won't, I won't stand behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, y'all some wild niggas. Bro. But, nah, man, yeah, she pointed me out, bro. I'm, 
like I'm blowing you up in your DMs and all of that. Like right after you get off stage, I'm like, no, hey, I'm I'm Will. Yeah, <laughs> this is Will. Well, she didn't even play my type after that. She was just like, she literally just saw you in the crowd. I'm like, no, they don't necessarily see. She could have played whatever. She could have played Scrubs. But right I'm after. saying, I'm no, just saying. No, she could have played. I don't want those Scrubs right <laughs> after calling me out. Like well, I was saying. that nigga. And I'm still hitting you up right after. Like, no, bitch. You like me? I like you too. I'm not a rich nigga, not yet. But clearly, you like me. You caught me out. Yeah. Or am I just a fucking prop in your fucking performance? He was a prop, bro. That's the thing. No, that's the problem, bro. We're, we're just props in a lot of these women's lives. As long as you use me the right way, I don't care. Oh, boy. <laughs> How mad are you going to be if you got... That's a, Actually, that's a question I've been wanting to ask you. What do you value more? Box, good box or a good head? Excuse I me? I know we're going off of <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What, <laughs> what did you do, ask me again? What do you value more? Like, the, the good, good... Like, what do you... Okay, what do you think is more... Because I feel like good box ain't rare. I feel like that's, like, something you can run into. But, like... What do you value the most? Like the good like good pussy or like good head? Like <laughs> uh, just huh. trying to take it there, bro. I'm just trying to find a way uh, the best way to answer this question. <laughs> it's not that I, was, hard. Nah, I wasn't expecting you to ask. I mean, it is hard though. Which one I value more? Uh, bro, yeah, I, yeah, it is. <laughs> I fought with the whole woman's body, bro. I need all of it to be great. <laughs> For me to get my shit off. But if you asking which one is more rare, good box or good top, yeah. is that in like another way of yeah, the question you're yeah, asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely say good top is more rare. Facts. A lot of you hoes do not know how to suck dick for real, for real. Facts. And it's nothing but mad porn videos <laughs> online showing you exactly what to do. And y'all just refuse to go fucking learn. Oh, you think you slick, bitch? I am slick. But, yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, I'm about to say. I think I'm on the top wave. Just like, hey, let me find a good top. I'll figure out the pussy part later. Look at other men talking about I definitely might have just picked that nigga up and got him on stage. Like, hey, bro, I'm gonna help you up here. We will definitely got some pussy that night. It might have not been for Sweetie, but he definitely got some pussy that night. Nah, I would have, I would have challenged her, bro. I would have pulled my phone out of my pocket and like, like, yo, are are you real or not? Is you serious? I throw my phone over there. You can goddamn put whatever number in it right now. And we can figure this out later when you get off stage. I don't know how. I was Come here. and talk to me. Facts. <laughs> really wanna be you. That must be a lot of responsibility. You gotta be a smooth nigga. Like if you're not on the level of like the female, like, like if Sweetie's just like hit up you and you're just like working at Walmart or some shit, you're just not on her level, but she's still vibing with you. That gotta be a lot of responsibility, a lot of pressure on your young mind. Not really. 
What do you have to lose? Sweetie. It's already a a rare occasion going on right now. So it's just like, I mean, what more do you expect? I'm definitely shooting the glove. Have you get that far? I'm getting that Got far. It. You definitely would, would hope you get that far because if you get that far, I'm going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wildest sex performance I've ever had in my life. Definitely going crazy. <laughs> Um, uh, and that was um, what was that? Uh, rolling loud? Yeah, rolling loud, bro. It, it seemed like it was a wild time at rolling loud. Um, I, I, your man's AB was out there. Lenny Give was hitting a wild dance yeah. moves. I saw. Give it. him a half a move, half a moon. I wish you would. Did he hit that half a moon? I ain't oh, see the whole I, thing, but I the clip I saw, that nigga was out there doing some other, a whole, di- a whole different dance. Over? Oh, I about to say that nigga was doing some. <laughs> <laughs> I saw he was he was playing half the moon or some shit like that. I might be tripping. <laughs> but it's like, was you surprised what to you see got him there? On, AB? What you got on, AB? Was I surprised? I mean, he wasn't like a headliner, so no. Hey man, it's life kinda, at the ball, nigga. Yeah, I'm about to say it's kind of dope seeing this nigga just like, I guess, really take this music shit serious and have a whole like another wave of a career. Go from arguably the best wide receiver playing the game to like, you know what, uh, this music career because y'all niggas, y'all ain't on the type of time I'm on. And it's not like he putting out bad music. That half a moon track was kind of fire. So it's like. I feel like that would have really been a TikTok phenomenon if whoever on his team, his PR team and shit, would have like really pushed it. Like, no, let's put this dance on TikTok and like let's even like pay motherfuckers to, to yeah, do no. whatever dance we can put together. We have the funds. Yeah. I know he's sitting on M's, bro. Yeah. NFL contracts was, was good to him. He was a top paid receiver for a, a few years before he started Wilder. Yeah, he made some money. So, you know what I mean? Dude, I have him on. I it seemed like he had a better performance than um Kid Cudi. Uh, yeah, man, I don't like that either. I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. Um, why was they throwing shit? At that's what I'm trying to figure out. Was they mad because it wasn't Kanye West? He replaced Kanye West. That yeah, all right, he replaced, right. yeah, so he that makes Kanye a lot of sense. But then Kanye okay. West okay. came okay. out later with Lil Durk. That makes a lot of sense. That was that's why I was kind of confused. I'm that like, why sense, would you? Like you could have just did this. Like you could have just did this, bro. But I don't know. Excuse me. What is um, this you sent me? Lex P. Oh, that's um who was in the um division video. Oh, not the uh the man girl, but she was in there though. The man girl she do the podcast with. No. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, look at that later, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll see what if I can add it to the roster and like, the nasty IG follow list. <laughs> Uh, but um, uh, speaking of yo, you know I I, I low-key found uh Joe Budden's girl IG page just on some random shit. Oh, like, oh, this this Joe girl type shit. Like, oh, this is like just looking through like you know the other IG bitches. Listen, that bitch body crazy. Yeah, Joe keep a thick one button. <laughs> I ain't gonna count. Shout out to Joe Button. But um, Kid Cudi was performing at Rolling Loud. The fans was not happy at his performance or just happy that he was there. I guess the mmms wasn't hidden. So niggas was throwing belts, batteries, tomatoes, whatever they could throw. One more fucking thing on the stage. No, we'll walk off. No, fucking playing. 
somebody, I will fucking leave. If I get hit with one more fucking thing, if I see one more fucking thing on this fucking stage, I'm leaving. You gotta stand on that too. You gotta stand. But you on see, that. he did really want to stand did, on it yeah. for like, bro. When he first started, like three more shit yeah. started flying. He was yeah. like, "Look, I'm telling you, <laughs> he did want one stand. more sc- fucking thing, just one more goddamn thing, I'm more." All right, then just then you have to. Yeah. It's like, bro, they're not gonna stop throwing shit. Like you, why are you telling them not to throw no more shit? They yeah. threw like four or five more pieces at you, so. So do you now, feel like- damn, now that you said that Kanye shit, that shit makes so much sense to me, you know? Because I was just like, damn, niggas just... They're just hating Kid No, because Kid has one of those, like, cult followings mm-hmm. that any artist would fucking die or kill for to have. And then most of them are white people, so them, them the motherfuckers is really buying your merch and all the shit that you drop. Yeah. Like, you can drop trash, and they're going to fuck with it. Yeah, like, he has one of those followings. And he knows that's So to see that, that shit was surprising. Yeah, he knows that probably wasn't, like, his, like, f- his fans. But he replaced Kanye, so it, it yeah. makes sense, man. Yeah. But fans, still. Fans are weird, bro. Especially festival-going fans. And that's what I was they're, about to say. They're, they're I, different. I think that was me. You got to blame the. F- I saw one tweet where a guy was saying, like, yo, K. Cuddy did a horrible performance. I don't know if he was there or not. But he was saying, like, he wasn't performing good, so... This is what he get for not performing good, but it's like, excuse me, just because you bought a ticket don't mean you can just throw stuff at me, bro. I mean, the buying tickets to go boo and do all that shit always been the weirdest shit to me that I never understood. I was like, you really dedicated your time and bought a ticket, unless, unless homie was just not delivering the way you wanted him to deliver, yeah. and you just was so frustrated that you just went into a drunken blind rage. <laughs> That's how much you love music. <laughs> the just came out of nowhere. That's the only way I can kind of see it. But, like, actually buying a ticket to go out to, like, just throw shit and boo and, like, not have a good time, that's always been Well, let me, you know, let me give these fans some some um, slack. They did buy the tickets thinking it was Kanye West. And then probably a week before Rolling Loud, they said Kanye West wasn't performing. So, I, I give him some slack on <sighs> that. You wasn't, you wasn't really trying to see Kid Cudi. But, like, also... I, I can understand the bulls. Like, you booing a person, I'm not really mad at. But, like, throwing stuff at a person is, like, like that's kind of wild. But my thing with these festivals is, like, the the roster of performances, performances, it's so fucking big. It's just like, bro, there's no way you can't, you bought that expensive-ass ticket solely just to see this guy. I know he's the headliner, but, like, this is, like, an all-day, all-weekend type shit, and one nigga pulling out Kanye is not about to ruin your fucking day. If them, them, It'd be different if it was a Kanye show and then last minute, like, bro, I bought this Kanye show. You bought a Rolling Loud ticket, bro. One of the acts fucking pulled out. Yeah. One of the main acts, I'll give you that. But still, like, bro, they replaced him with Kid Cudi. Ain't that much of a difference. And then plus, I'm pretty sure you saw everybody else that you wanted to fucking see. And Kid Cudi could have played AOAs and Heartbreaks. Or AOAs and Heartbeats or whatever it was called. I ain't gonna lie. If I go to a Kid Cudi show, I only want to hear "Man on the Moon" and "Man on the Moon" two tracks to keep it all the way real. You don't want to hear "In the Cudi"? Probably not. That was I can't his best even. Album. Man, that was his best album to me. "In the Cudi." "Man in the Moon," the very first one. That is a classic. Classic. No, that was classic. that 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 was a that was a good album. That was a good album. But oh, I can't it, talk about "Man on the Moon" good. too. I can't let you I've, say good. No, I'm, I'm not talking about the second one, the uh, Mr. Yeah. Rager shit. Yeah, I, I'm not talking about that one. I ain't listen to that one. The first one, that man on the moon, 
that's a classic, classic, classic. That album makes me understand when I see niggas say like, "Yo, Kid Cudi, your music saved my life." That album alone, I, I, I understand. Yeah, I, I get. And that. I would never say nothing crazy about anybody. That I, says I get that. that, but I don't know, bro. I just maybe in the Cudi was just like maybe like it's just because it was like a moment in my life because I was in high school in that game. And out. I just I, I look, he just started smoking weed at around that time. Oh man, that was an amazing album to smoke weed too, bro. Yeah, that was an amazing album to smoke weed too. I don't know, bro. Cause like, classic, in the Cuddy got I see pretty girls everywhere I go. With that fucking legendary two short verse, my nigga. Like, bro, Man and Moon got day and night. Yeah, day Mr. and night. Um, got Mr. Solo no longer. Yeah, uh, pursue happiness. Uh, pursue the happiness. Yeah, it's some. Don't Enjoy get me wrong. with Chip the Ripper. Oh, that's one of the best weed songs ever. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's some shit up there, but like no, the whole just, album. There's no skips. It, I, I need to re-listen to the album, but no like skips. in the Cuddy is my favorite Kid Cuddy album. So I, I wouldn't have been mad at that shit at all. I feel like it should be unanimous that Man on the Moon is his best shit. <laughs> that shit was amazing, dog. <laughs> no, that was that was an amazing album. I'm not about to say you know, I ain't, ain't going to fault you for going with In the Cutting, man. Mm, but I'm damn. I'm not going to sit here and lie. But yeah, uh, yeah, Kid yeah. Cudi definitely. What were we talking about? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Niggas throwing shit more, at him. Yeah, some more respect. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Cudi, man. Yeah, shout out to Cudi. Shout out to Resonate Carter, bro. I don't know if y'all been seeing Resonate Carter on IG, but... Don't let me get famous, bro. How old is she now? She gotta be 23, 25, maybe 26. Or, yeah. She, you know, she around my age, man. She, don't let me. Hey, She's man. not out here just like bopping off as Lil Wayne's daughter. Nah. She, okay. The only person she, she been linked to was, um. Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. That was the only nigga. Left him when he got hit by the feds, right? Leave me. <laughs> just like Chloe? Yeah, just leave. Hey. Just like Chloe and Gunner? Hey. I have memories. <laughs> stop. Sound like a fucking gossiper. Uh, but shit. y'all know this shit. If y'all just on social media yeah. looking at the Fast. culture bullshit. You heard any music, man? <sighs> new music. Um, What new music have I heard? Or do you want to talk about I downloaded the Joey Badass, but I haven't got a chance to hear that yet. Mm. So next week, I definitely going to have a review for y'all. Joey Badass fans out there. I got y'all, man. Yeah. Um, Dom Kennedy had dropped a track. I think it was like a, a week or two ago that I I fucked around and um, came across. Shit was pretty dope. I liked it. It's called uh, "Say Lady." Was featuring somebody called Kaylin for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Smooth joint, man. It's been one of my favorite songs lately. And um, other than that, from last episode, nah, man, still been bumping that uh, "Peace Fly God." And running some of the old projects that came, uh, whatever weeks before that, you know, check out that. If I get caught from division that you put me on mm-hmm. when you pulled up here, yeah, that's a, I'm I'm fucking with that. If I get caught, man, you know, uh, division and Maul put out a song. Uh, <laughs> nah, division put out a song called "If I Get Caught." They sample a, uh, I guess a legendary bar from Jay Z. Um, I was just fucking them girls. I was gonna be right back. I guess. Um, that was the only thing I didn't like about this song. Where it was the placement of that little chop and screw sample. That was the only thing I didn't like. Other than that, I was fucking with the song. Just fucking them girls. That was gonna. I was gonna get right back. Just fucking them girls. That was gonna. I was gonna get right back. Something that 
Don't forget I was a fly nigga when you got here. Charismatic when you got here. You knew about me when you got here. Now you're tripping, girl, it's not fair. And you got my phone in your hands. Questions, not again. Why do we do this when really the truth is? If I get caught cheating, that don't mean I don't love you. Give me the truth, I was gone. I'm not really mad at the uh, chopped up placement on it. Okay. I saw a beat and shit, so I'm not mad at. It. I feel like it's, I don't know. I feel like you could have used that something mm-hmm. for something more. It's like fuck, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's on beat, so yeah. I don't know. But yeah, cool song. Um, Maul was in the video. The video was pretty smooth. Had um, Drea and Lexus P in there. They got their own podcast. It's something Hive Mind of not No. Po- Something poor minds or something like that. It's something with minds in it. But um, yeah, check out their podcast. You know, two beautiful women. Um, that first bar where he was like, "You um, want me if I didn't have hoes?" Is that like a true statement? Think women be really thinking like that? Of course. Of course, of course. That's some shit you learn young in school, like in grade school. Like where you see who the bitches be liking. Like whoever the other bitches like because of whatever reason, so it's just like, oh yeah. So you saying women That's... don't have a mind of their own? Causing trouble. Um, some. Some are independent thinkers. A lot follow the trends. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get a little bit of everything, bro. There's there's eggs in every basket. Yeah. That's a bar. <laughs> Definitely check out that song, man. Um. Shit, you you been checking out Rory new music? I heard the first one. I ain't heard the second uh, single he just dropped. The first joint, um, fuck, I might have to play it again, man. Actually, I'm gonna search it right now. Tell me about it. We're gonna hear it right now because I heard it, but um, I guess it didn't leave enough impression for me to. Yeah, really I'm about remember to say it. the first one. It was it was cool, but it wasn't like you know trash yeah. or nothing. No, it wasn't trash. It was cool. Look at the nigga got his own music page. Yeah, there, I saw right? that. Show. I was like, my nigga. I ain't gonna count. <laughs> My nigga Rory got the orange in the Fuck back. Come on, man. man. <laughs> Rory B. Always been worse than physical Like confiding into a bitch is way worse than I think. Just fucking. Oh, he put his vocals in the music. Oh, okay, right. I see you talk. <laughs> Shout out to Shelly, man. Virginia, uh, my Virginia Beach. Well, yeah. VA legend, man. Shout out to that nigga. That nigga is making some good. I'm always known as Drum. Until he makes a track that was bigger than, I guess, Broccoli when he was called Drum. Like, you got to make a bigger Broccoli, track than that um, with a new name. Cha-cha. I don't think he will ever. You got to make a bigger song with your new name for me to change with it. Until then, you're still Drum. 
But I mean, he got the FKA drum, so he's yeah. like, you know, I'm not I'm not leaving the drum. But I don't think he would ever Shelly. make a bigger track than Broccoli. And the reason why I say that is because the music he's making is music that don't really. It's music that's going to age well. Like we like I'm listen, bro. That was that a perfect last, song for that time too. Yeah, yeah. That broccoli. I remember because I was in shout out my boy Chucky, bro. Because that nigga got married around the time when that shit just dropped, and we was in Charlotte, bro. That's, they play that shit on the radio yeah. every five minutes, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. I think broccoli would be around, you know, later on. But uh, that last album he made, listen, bro. What's the name of? Then I send that to you. Yeah, I told you, you to check it out. Yeah, 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 it was it was straight. Listen, bro. I'm playing that shit for the sunny morning cleanup. My kids gonna know what the fuck it, the fucking vibes. I just don't think he will make a bigger song than Broccoli with the music he's making because that type of music just don't reach the people. Even though it should, like something something about us should be on every radio station. I mean, shit, he can make something that reminiscence should be on every radio station, but it's not. I mean, you can't say that, bro, because it might have that moment where that shit just dropped, like um, kind of like with Childish Gambino, but that mm-hmm. but stay woke. Yeah, nigga, it's great. Like, won't well, nobody doing nothing like that. Yeah. But when that shit dropped, Drop it was just like the perfect like, time, yeah. and that shit was just everywhere. I <laughs> it was the biggest song at the time. I low key don't trust people that don't like that song. Like, why do you don't like that song? I low key don't know anybody that don't like that song. You know, this person that don't like that song. She was on the podcast a couple times. She. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it, bro. I'll tell you off here. <laughs> Are you talking about what ogre that yeah. you interviewed? Or no, 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 no. Come on, bro. Come on. We'll, we'll talk about it later, man. Come on, man. Just Who's the female guest that's been on here multiple times? Come on, bro. Multiple times? I don't know. Probably like once or twice, man. She was in the background before we had cameras. Okay. Go, boy, Scoob. Shit. What else I heard this weekend? Sure Gang, Coney. Coney dropped some new shit. He's, di- he's dissing like all his ops. He, Who? Shooter Gang, Coney. He's a Jesus he's a Christ. young nigga, bro. Hold he's a mind. young nigga. He's a young nigga, bro. But he's hard. He, he he um he came up under Mozzie though. He came up. Oh shit, Mozzie dropped an album. I haven't heard that shit. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, the whole um, fuck, what's Yo Gotti's um label called? See him. They yeah, that is on my list to check yeah. out. I did not check that out yet. It was, was like thirty tracks on that motherfucker. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's why I was about to ask you when we was listening to that Rory um um song. Will you ever be down to do a compilation album where you're just doing most of the production, you uh, picking the artists you want on your on these songs, and actually like producing that shit? Well, funny you asking that, man, because I'm I'm low key trying to put one together right now, a little compilation EP, but Damn. it's like in real slow motion right now, and I'm oh, let me let me hop on that, bro. No time limit on it, but I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out where I'm trying to go with it. I'm fiending for for some some music, man. Let me hop on that dog. <laughs> well, I mean, well, we'll talk on when we get off. But uh, so that is in progress. Project, uh, progress. Yeah, yeah, it's it's in the works, man. It works. But it's definitely like no like date or nothing on it, man. Cause um, no. I'm tired of being stressed out I'm trying to make dates and trying to hawk down niggas to do certain shit. So it's just like whenever it's ready, that shit gonna be ready, and I'll give it to the people. I'm also to trying f- to work on uh, some other shit, yeah. another EP with that one. I don't know. Hopefully, everything will be done by the end of the year. And then I can give give it all to everybody. So, what's the idea? Like, you kind of want, like, have and have, like, rap or, like, R&B type vibes? Like, nah, man. Shit, I be on. Just uh, compilate. I mean, just, just working with niggas. Mm-hmm. And bringing other niggas, like, 
the way I had the vision, I was gonna make a compilation project. It was gonna be me and like two, like two or three other artists, and it was gonna be like a five, six EP tra- uh, project. I was gonna call it the Assassin's EP Volume One, and I was gonna like continue doing that. And the next one, Volume Two, I was gonna find three other artists to rock out with like a five, six track EP. Like I might, I'm thinking about starting some shit like that, or at least I'm working to it. So that sounds that sounds hard. I think it'd be fire. I don't think it'd be cool with some networking shit. Yeah. Only thing is, just gotta get niggas on the same page and see the vision you see. Yeah. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, yeah, enough about me. Uh, nah, did on. you want to hear that 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 other Rory track that he just dropped? Because yeah. that was the first shit that we played. Yeah. I don't know what this. I have no idea what this one. Might as well. interview like Rory Rory my main questions would definitely be like exactly like how hands-on and like how like involved he was with these tracks because he's definitely like it's his album but it's his album from a producer standpoint standpoint and not like the producer that's making the beats producer type shit it's like the producer that's like piecing together from like a ditty yeah from like a ditty like approach and I like to interview him more on that to like see exactly how like involved you was with like every track, like how hands on was you like with the writing sessions, how hands on was you with the beat, how hands on was you with the construction of the like beat, like was you just there telling niggas exactly like what you was hearing and what what you wanted them to do, type shit. I feel like I heard him say he was he helped a little bit on the writing process. I did hear him talk about um, he was definitely you know involved with the writing. But I would like to like just dive a little deeper, like exactly how much of the writing. Like, what was you like? Was you putting the pen to the pad, and he was like, "Yo, here's these these eight bars. Where's your eight bars at?" Yeah. Type well, shit. it seemed like for for him since he's been talking about this album for so long, it seemed like he's trying to put together something perfect. So, well, not what he finds is perfect. So it's like, I'm I'm assuming he's he gotta be fully involved. Maybe you know. When it comes to making beats, that's a little different. But um, he got to be at least 80% involved in how this shit is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say 80%. Mm. Oh. It's just like, because um, I don't know many, like, it's not many people that make music like that. Yeah. Like, that's like, I'm not the rapper. I'm not the singer. I'm not even the fucking producer. The producer, the I'm, beat producer. Yeah. But I'm the nigga, like, bringing everybody together. Yeah, I'm creating the vibes. Together. 
like I would like to ask him more on how like you get your vision out to like get these people to see your vision type shit. Cause me, a lot with me, yeah, I make the beats and I shit, but like I can like create the vision that I'm looking that I'm visualizing. You know what I mean? And it's easier for me to like present that to niggas and be like, yo, this is my vision for this. Like I can give you a whole beat of exactly how I put it together and like my verse on how I wanted the flow to go and shit. Like I'm like, this is how I need this to be. And this is what I need you to do on it. Yeah. On a case of like Rory, that like, it's like, you can't necessarily do all that. You got to be able to translate that to motherfuckers and find that medium where like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Definitely got to have uh, the communication skills to do it. But yeah, I feel you. I definitely feel you. You pay uh, some bills. Oh shit! Uh, before we pay bills, man, um, I check out a couple songs off that Neo album. It was pretty straight. Uh, I check out the Trippy Red song, the song you had with Young Blue. It's cool. I heard a couple of the joints when um, he did have an interview on the Joe Bunny joint. That shit was a good interview, mm-hmm. and I think he uh played a little mix and played a couple of joints from the project. It sounds good. I actually need to go yeah. listen to it my damn self because I definitely appreciate good R and B and um. Yeah, Neil definitely got um some classics, some like some bedroom classics. Like you play that with Shorty in the crib. Oh yeah. She ain't got no choice but to get freaky. <laughs> Honestly. Facts. Sexy love. Sexy love come on. That's all right. I'm talking deeper than that. That um damn man. Well, like, that's... What's his name? I can't even remember the Stay name. Stay with on. you with PG Craig. <laughs> you talking about singles, but I'm talking about like the album cuts where the the real <laughs> bitches right. and like yeah, they, they know. Yeah, I'm but right. you know, I might look it up on this commercial break and bring it back up. Oh, shit, but all right, shit, we'll be right back. Oh, and I'm mad at myself for thinking that um, Lloyd was saying she's five two. Like, why would why would she be five two? Bro, she he said she's fine too, bro. Why would he say I'm five two and she's five two? Because he's short you. as hell. So it just makes sense, nigga. <laughs> That's wild, man. She compliment my short ass. Is she five two? Oh no. Nah. I want you. Man, and then dance, nigga. Like, it's, that's what you do, nigga. Yeah, Shout out to our childhood, bro. Shout out to our fucking childhood. Bro. What's going on? What's going on? It's Boy King Jones, and you listen to the For Us You podcast. Make sure you check them out, subscribe on all platforms that you can get a podcast. All right, now. Way too soon. There's a lot of problems. Should have wait, waited. I'm just saying. Like, so we had confirmation that we're going to drop this album in the summertime. This is a common theme for every release date with Susan. This is like, oh. Every time, it's her just I bet. speaking. Too soon. It's like, bro, let's. I bet Top Dog and Punch just has a headache every every time it's time to drop. Yeah, for scissor. But this is what they artists do. Like even like um sometimes J Rock be doing. Be like, man, or school. Yeah, like J Rock be like, man, come on, they ain't dropping the music, and then you know they drop the music like three weeks later. And I, not the way Scissor give it up. Yes, yeah, like they'll say, but they not like calling like yo. Like they're not answering comments. Like this motherfucker saying something, you like, man, holler at Punch, <laughs> type shit. You know, what I mean? it, it ain't like that female bullshit. All right, uh, hi guys, we're back. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we're talking about SZA and her album getting pushed back and how she's blaming TDE's Punch and RCA Records for album delay. Uh, I read a little bit from Hip Hop DX, the source. Uh. <clears throat> 
SZA recently announced her new album was ready to go and set to be released this summer. But it, it appears the project won't be dropping soon after all. The singer took to her Instagram comments on Wednesday to respond to a fan who questioned when the album is dropping and suggested she might have lied about the release. SZA lying? Oh man, that's something that ain't new. Congrats on the collab, but summer is almost over and there's still no album, SZA. The fan said, please don't tell me you lied again. <laughs> SZA replied by blaming Top Dog Entertainment president Terrence Punch Henderson and RCA Records for the album not being released yet. Tweeting, it's 100% Punch and RCA on this one. <laughs> she wrote, I wanted the summer. They wanted more time. At this point, I'm just trying to have a good time. Stress-free. Laugh out loud. Shortly after, Punch came across SZA's comment and responded, Starting to get tired of the shit. <laughs> Getting tired of the whole business. And then, just hours after Punch's tweet, SZA tweeted, We all tired. Will you let SZA gaslight me? That's basically what she's doing right now to Punch. She's gaslighting, she's gaslighting Punch. How she gaslighting? Ain't that the definition of gaslighting? Like making it seem like what you're saying is out of proportion. I it's just like you're blowing it out of proportion. Uh, oh, that's I'm gaslighting. Talking. That's the definition of gaslighting. Yeah, like if you come to me like saying like, "Yo, slick, I don't like how you keep fucking like talking shit about how I can't pronounce words and shit," <laughs> and I just hit you up with the like, "Bro, you're over exaggerating. Like, it's not that fucking serious. Like, stop crying, bitch. Like, if I hit you with that, that's yeah, gaslighting." I ain't know that was gaslighting. But wait a minute, it still would be kind of gaslighting when she said we all tired. Because, bitch, I'm tired. I ain't saying Sizzle's a bitch, but. Um, I ain't saying that. That's not really gaslighting. I mean, she's not lying. Clearly, all sides seem like they're frustrated. Yeah. So, yeah, they're tired, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just. This is music business, bro. Like, that's. I, I don't really have any comments yeah. on it. I just want to report it because, you know. I feel like they they do this every time when a rollout drop, like especially with every like every a rollout. Yeah, especially like with artists where their fan base is gonna like come and attack, punch and she's a diva, top dog for no reason. She's a diva, definitely. You gotta deal with it. Yeah, a diva that you don't mind dealing with it, like you know. I mean, if you're making money, yeah, you're making the money. Smooming. Yeah. They the fans obviously want the album, so punch sound like he's tired though. He's I like, believe bro, I made a lot of money. Fucking with y'all. I don't, I don't have to keep doing this. No. Dealing with you. I don't have to keep dealing with you. I'm 20 mil up and I can retire and just watch wrestling all day. Whatever he's into. Yeah. I feel like it's wrestling. Maybe that's top. I can't remember. Uh, Shit, what else going on out there? So, I mean, yeah, I'm ready for the Scissor album, bro. So, yeah, go ahead and hurry that up. She dropped, like, the name of the album or anything? Else? No. She just, I, I feel like she really spoke too soon. They had, they had like, one conversation. And punch, and they was like, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm thinking of summertime." And punch was like, yeah, "Summer might be nah, a good." They had a conversation. Uh, Beyonce said she's about to drop. Oh, yeah. next Beyonce week, so dropping, uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna take this back seat and and play the field. Yeah, and says it was probably like, "There go punching RCA." <laughs> <laughs> Just blaming on punch. Um, I'm pretty sure SZA is happy that she's not dropping the same time as Beyonce. I don't think she cares. I don't think I, I really don't think artists care as much as the labels. 
when it comes to that. But you know, the labels they got to be like about numbers and yeah. all that shit. So I really don't think the artists be caring like that. They like, bro, you fuck with me, you gonna listen to it. Yeah. Um, what else is on this list? Uh, Jesus and Mero broke up. I wasn't expecting that. Me neither. Uh, they seem like they was real good friends, but you know, shit. It's always time I for mean, a change. They might still be cool. Yeah. They just like, you know, they decided to do they, they, uh, they own thing. They solo shit, I guess. Yeah. Not mad at it. That's, you know, as long, you know, hopefully, uh, they still, you know, they able to do what they got want to do. Yeah. And get this money. And then maybe, you know, later on, they can come back together and get some more money together. Yeah. Who knows? Did they say why they broke, break up, broke up? I think it was just like some creative differences Type shit for real. Mm. Um, HotNewHipHop.com said, After rumors ran wild, the network entered the chat with an official statement to confirm the unfortunate news about the Deezus and Mero series. It is officially the end of an era now that the rumors regarding Deezus and Mero have been confirmed. Early today, social media lit up after Deezus Nice fired off and uh, I don't know that word, so I'm not even going to try it. Fired off a salacious tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go with that word. <laughs> uh, the high deserved better than this ending. Reddit can slander my name, but when the troop comes out, actually just wait. He tweeted. Bodega Hive, you think I abandoned y'all, but the art is coming back. Please believe me. I love y'all. Jesus Nice and the Kid Mero first emerge. With their Diza Samero podcast back in 2013. And since that time, they have become a leading force in the comedy and hip-hop scenes. The pair of funny friends have worked independently with Viceland. And most recently, with the Showtime on their self-titled late-night talk show. All seem to be on the up and up. However, after Diza's tweets went viral, the Premium Network confirmed that they have ended their time with the duo. Now, Jesus and uh, Jesus Nice and the Kid Mero will be pursuing separate creative endeavors moving forward. Showtime's late night talk show, Jesus and Mero, will not be returning for a fifth season. It's finally its final episode aired Thursday, June twenty third. A Showtime spokesperson shared in a press conference. Five seasons, man. That's a that's a long run for a TV series. Well, four. No, oh, yeah, four seasons. That's a long run for a TV series, so can't be mad at it. Um. Yeah, like I said, I wish them nothing but the best. Uh, I really didn't. They got one of those fan bases where it's just like cold life following. They didn't need me to support for real, so I never really check out their content that much. I just see clips here and there on Twitter. I so, follow man. Yeah, I, I followed them, but I never really like went out of my way to check out that Showtime um, late night show. So I really don't know how good it was, how bad it was. I don't. I don't know if there was like tension on set that you could see. Who knows, but... Could have just been creative differences, man. Yeah, I that's mean, what that, I'm thinking. That happens a lot. Sound like one nigga still want to be in the bodega, and another nigga probably want to take it a little farther. So, who knows? Oh, shit. What else? Um, yeah, what else out there, man? Go ahead and run through these topics. These last couple of topics, man. Um, shit, what else is left? Want to talk about Creepy Buddy? Oh, looking, for looking for a wife on social media, Reverend Randall. Fuck a bitch. I don't know his last name. <laughs> Shit, is that is that a Reverend Reverend you would go to? You know to get the word from. <laughs> um, I'm not a church going person, so I'm not really trying to get that type of word from anybody. Honestly, 
But I mean, I, he seems pretty innocent, bro. It's just like, bro, you looking for a wife, and he can't find it in real time. So it's like, shit, check social media, man. You might find a wife. Why he had to have his his face so close up in the camera? That's not gonna help him get a wife. See exactly what you look like. See exactly what you're getting. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> See exactly what you're about to get, bro. Just the old nigga, man. I ain't with that, bro. But uh, it's yeah. This is a it's a weird video, man. I ain't gonna count. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> when you sent me this shit, I was like, yo, this is weird. Good morning, everybody. My name is Reverend Dr. Randall E. Gillett. I'm out here at this moment telling all single women who know the word of God that I'm looking for a wife. If that's you, leave me a private comment. Amen. And to all those who are responding back, let's use scripture, okay? That's your opinion. The Bible says in Proverbs, he that finds a wife finds a good thing, finds favor in God. So that means I have to look. So at this moment, I'm using TikTok to find a wife. God has blessed us with wisdom to use social media. So that's what I'm doing at this moment. So if God touched you to get contact with me, get contact with me. Amen. God bless you. TikTok is a wild app to be looking for a wife on. They definitely ain't caring about what you got going on over there. He said God told him to use social media to find a wife. No, you can. You so can that's use, what he's doing. You can use social media with TikTok. Nah, this is a wild place. To, yeah, it's the newest social media, bro. That's where nah. You just basically got find your wife. Basically, just got a bunch of comments over there roasting your ass right now. Find your wife and going crazy on you. Yo, I saw some stupid shit. Uh, before I forget about, it. I saw some stupid shit. Um, probably like yesterday. It was a young man out there. Who uh, posted on, I guess, his IG story and was like, yo, these niggas know where I be at. They know where I stay at. And they still ain't doing shit. They put up and killed him. Yeah, he was like, I'll be in the crib in five minutes. Somebody told me about that. And, yeah, yeah, the next thing I know, Channel 5 News is reporting on his death. I mean. Yo, y'all niggas are a little too tough for me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's how we gotta prove we're tough Where you gotta invite the beef to your front door right? you, know you asked for it I mean shit You got it dog You didn't have to ask for that You didn't I hope you and God have a long Could've conversation moved like a ninja in silence Niggas didn't know where you was at like, You had to tell the niggas where your location was And you had to piss niggas off So yeah. I mean I'm sorry bro R.I.P. Yeah R.I.P. Oh, shit Um but yeah, finding a wife on TikTok, man, I don't know. But TikTok was a place where like it's a lot of like different universes and shit. I know uh Marvel Universe. Listen, bro, you get lost in that TikTok fucking hole, my nigga. You you can end up anywhere over there. Niggas just chugging Mountain Dew for fucking a living. Bitches eating raccoons. Like you will find a weird hole of interesting shit going on will i find the white girls url you might find that you really might find that because it's out there it's, hey it's out there and somehow it came across my timeline now i was oh, not happy. across my timeline. <laughs> i was just not happy <laughs> why do people just keep stealing from our culture and then doing because we're the most influential 
But they didn't have to do this. But we're the most influential. Why they, why this is just more confirmation that, like, bro, we set the trends. We set the trends on where shit is going to go. Why didn't none? In the, every direction. Why didn't none of the white men in there just say, nah, bro, we're not doing Cause it? Because this is them. <laughs> Now I, mean, now I don't mean to boast, but I've also been from coast to coast, east and west, and I come with the most intensity, so I'd be the best to represent only seems fitting. Not only do I show up to the shows, put on a show, and my best clothes, I put on. So when it comes time for these guys to go to the polls and cast their votes, they take one look at your face, and you's going home. But both the phone, oh! <laughs> Huh? <clears throat> it was crazy because it was like the whole time she was rapping, it was like a build up to a bar that never dropped for me. <laughs> That's what I was staying to. I was really thinking. Like I was building like, up, building up, and it never went anywhere. I was like, where is she about to take me when she get this pole bar off? Like. Boom, 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 nigga. <laughs> I was like. Oh, all right, man. See, like, this is exactly why we don't invite y'all to certain places. This is one of them times I was like, man. this is what y'all going to do. This is, that was one of them times, like, man, a little a little seasoning of the N-word would have saved that, that, that the bars. Oh, you would have gave her the green light to do it? Listen, bro. Just go ahead and say the N-word. If you're just going to rap like that, you might as well. No, no. <laughs> just go ahead and feel a little season. All the white listeners out there, man. <laughs> Save y'all N-words for when y'all see school. Don't do it around me. Save your N-words when um, Rowdy Rich is performing the box. You just yell at that man. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you use your N-word pass. Um, yeah, I'm not feeling the white the white girls battle rapping. You had to, They had to be hella bored that night. And it's like, yo, we should just... Do a battle rap real quick against Britney and Samantha. They don't like each other. Well, they had a camera. They had guys out there. They had the crowd out there. So somebody put it together. Somebody was dedicated to the cause. What if, when she said that pole line, niggas were like, mm. <laughs> Don DeMarco. <laughs> I feel like those are like some of the nuances in like those type of like cultural events that white people aren't going to be able to yeah, grasp. They no. just see like, oh, y'all just rhyming words together and getting loud and aggressive with the guy across from you. Yeah. I think we can do that. You can't. Ba -ba -ba -boom -boom. Shout out to that nigga. Uh, that nigga. <laughs> Shout out to that nigga Woo, man. I know him by smoke. Well, shout out to that nigga, man. He, he doing his battle rapping shit right now. He actually pretty good at it. So shout out to that nigga, man. Mm. Uh, shit. Damn. White white women battle rapping. I don't know if I want to see that. I mean, it's, it's other white on white crime. If you want to get into sports, hey man, you know I'm always down, especially when it's white on white crime. It's time for sports. Yeah, man. Jerry West is not having it no more. <laughs> this is like <laughs> Jerry Reggae. <laughs> you were, you are the government garbage man of this league right now. So, um. Before you play this clip, bro. In this clip, he does admit that, like, you know, some basketball players had other jobs and all that stuff. But Jerry West is probably a player of that time period that probably could have played in the NBA today. Jerry West would have killed JJ. That puts whatever perspective you need to put it in. Jerry Jerry West would have served JJ, right? <sighs> You think so? 
He's a logo for a reason. He wasn't just some trash white boy back in no, the day. No, he wasn't trash. He wasn't trash. He wasn't trash. Check his highlights, bro. Really, I think, Jerry. I think you would agree with me. He, he no, was, no, no, no. He would have smacked yeah, JJ no, no, a, no, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But really, Jerry Russ was like the LeBron James at that time. Like he went to like the finals seven times, only had like only one once. I mean, I... niggas. But he's yeah, he's that nigga. Chris Paul, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, yo, shit. At least he got one. He got one. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, he got one. And that's me, I, I don't fault niggas for not winning rings as much as I think the normal fan does. Because it's like, bro, you, your team needs to be a good, healthy, great team to win, to beat all the other teams in the, in the league. I'm not going to take it away from you just because you couldn't lead the other 14 niggas on your fucking roster to get a ring. I don't. And I you're don't, supposed to be this great. Like, no, you're yeah. still great. It's just them 14 niggas was, wasn't, it just wasn't enough, bro. It, There's yeah, a lot of good niggas that, that hoot now. Yeah. A lot of niggas are good. Facts. It doesn't change my opinion on a player. It's just, I do, I think, um, I think there is, like, championships where, like, when you get there, it's, like, uh, kind of like the Rams versus the Bengals. We we kind of knew the Rams was going to win. You know, even though I was going for the Bengals, I, I kind of knew. Was gonna win. Yeah, we, we knew the Rams was going to win. And it's, like, the Rams should win this. So, it's, like, if the Rams would have lost that, I can't blame Aaron Darnold for the loss. I can't blame just Matt Stafford for the loss. But I'm looking at everybody on that Rams team like, damn, son, like y'all lost to the Bengals. <laughs> Maybe Joe Burrows is that nigga. He about to prove to us he's that nigga. But they got all the way there. Yeah, shit. But you know, I think also what people don't realize. And first of all, if niggas are just like, if you're just a sports fan and you're just watching sports, like you got to realize, bro, to get to the championship, to the finals, or or any championship in any league. That's a feat of itself. Like, not everybody can say they can do it. They they done done that, and some people only get there once and never go back. So, to get there seven times, ten times, and probably only came out with one or maybe only four. Hey, shit, you did something that most people don't do. JJ Redick, current player who just recently retired, said that Bob Cousy played against uh, firemen and, and plumbers, and Bob came on and, and wasn't too pleased. And, you know, you, you played in that era, and those guys set the table for us uh, to be where we are today. And I was just interested in your thoughts on, on comments like that about your generation and the generations that, that paved the way. Well, um, obviously the game is completely different. The athletes are completely different. And I know J.J. Uh, just a little bit. He's a very smart kid and everything. Look, tell me what his career looked like. What did he do? That was that determined games. You average what? You average twelve points a game in the league. Um, somewhere along the way, numbers count. At that point in time, the players aren't what they used to be. Um, JJ certainly wasn't going to guard the elite players. And so you can nitpick anyone, and I'm, I'm not. The only reason I'm talking about him is because he was not an elite player, but he was a very good player. But he had a place on the team because of his ability to shoot the ball. But uh, those players at that era, and, and again, that was when I started to see the, the difference in athleticism. Um, you know, my era. I was an athlete way before my time. I had a huge vertical. Um, yeah. 
probably no one in the league was was much faster than me. And certainly the competitive part of it, I would put my myself among any player that played the game today also. Winning is all matter. That's what drove me. And I suddenly got better every year. We didn't have the facilities to get better. We had to work in the summers to support our family. But AJ should be very thankful that he's made as much money as he's made. And Bob Cousy, who I played against a couple of years, not very long, um, I just think it's very disrespectful myself. I can I can tell you you feel it was disrespectful. Yeah. No, Jerry almost let that Showtime Jerry uh come out. <laughs> like it was there. It was almost there. It was like I just see like a little like I can see it in you still. Yeah, like man. bro, what have you done in this league? <laughs> like, like come on. But um yeah, it's um old niggas don't like that shit, and y'all getting paid way more than them niggas ever could have imagined of getting paid. Like just just show respect and don't say nothing yeah. else. And that's what I was gonna say. You gotta show respect because these people did lay down a foundation of the NBA for you to play and make this type of money. Um, yeah, they might have been uh, they might have been certain players that shouldn't been there, and you know maybe certain players had you know side gigs where there was firemen and garbage men, but um. Also, there was elite players at that time, you know. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, what, Bob Cousy played with Bill Russell? And I think we can drop Bill Russell at any time period, and he's going to be good. Um, play against Wilt Chamberlain. I'm pretty sure we can drop him at any time period, and he's going to be good. Um, um, Oscar Robinson, pretty sure you can drop him at any time period, he's going to be good. So, yeah, we got to show respect to the legends and the people that made way for this game. But he was talking about who they was playing against. There but was he, greats, but he was like the majority of the comp that they was playing on the game in, game out. It was some niggas that once they leave here, they got to go deliver milk or go <laughs> get some shit out of somebody's toilet that's clogged up. You and know what the, I mean? Yeah, to, yeah, to a certain stigma. I'm pretty sure there's some niggas in the league right now that LeBron. We can agree that the comp is a little better now than oh, it was back in the day. Oh, of course, of course. Just because of, like, it has to be yeah. from the evolution yeah. standpoint. You of know course, what I mean? Of course, of course. But it's like, even back then, if we're just in that time period, like Jerry West said, like, at that time period when he came in the league, he was the fastest, had the highest vertical. So the comp is going to get better, but, like, Bob Cousy was probably still going against good comp. I'm like still trying to find who was nice tonight. I'm, I don't even know that basketball. many. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of some like a, a, a random player that was just like in the the fifties that I can just come up with a name and just be like he probably would like him going against LeBron James right now. It's probably like a no no, <laughs> but when Bob Cousy was playing, like he probably was a top defender of his time because this is it's just how it was. JJ just comparing skill level. But you can't really like compare skill. Away year away. Just yeah, taking the years away. Just yeah, you can't really. Skill you I mean, can't, you can't do that. We evolved that much, though. Yeah. So we're just letting you know that where we had to hoop against niggas that's a little nicer than the niggas you had to hoop against, whether they were stars or not. I I get that, but I'm pretty sure. Like I said, I'm pretty sure there's people in the league where they probably shouldn't be in the league. It's just, you know, they just made it here. If they was, if they, they didn't make it here, they would be. Security at Sparky's. Mm. I mean, it's hard because it's not that many like roster spots in the league, so it's just like it's hard for me to say that a nigga don't deserve it. I mean, you had to hoop, you had to been balling somewhere enough to get a roster somewhere. So, 
you know. Anthony I mean, the game evolved, man. The game is way better than it was back then. So, of yeah. course, the players is better. That's that's all yeah, I got to I see both sides, yeah, man. I see the, you know, me and JJ, we were around the same age. I see I see that side of it, of course. And I can also see how an old nigga that didn't see nowhere near as much money as y'all niggas is signing now. That was, like, one of the founding fathers, you would say. Especially when it comes to star players. And then this, like, discredit, like, how I had to give it up on the court back then. How about saying, also... And then not even getting compensated the way y'all is. It's like, y'all still talking shit? Like, bro, just enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Also, that's not Bob Cousy fault that he was born in 1950. And was going against... A five foot nigga, like that's not his fault, bro. Like hey, it's man. not his fault that Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain was born in the. He never said it was 50. his fault, bro. He never faulted him. He just told him what it was, bro. He was oh, like, man. "Yo, these niggas, they way more athletic, way more everything. Oh, man, Skill level game. is a lot different. The game changes. It's a different. It's a different ball game now. It did. This maybe, is why basketball is like one of the top sports. Yeah, it we, did make me think like somewhere else. If niggas would have dropped like Curry in like the 1950s or the 60s, and just had him playing basketball, yeah, niggas, niggas probably would, niggas probably would have lynched Curry. I ain't gonna count. <laughs> niggas would have lynched Curry. Got that nigga the fuck out of here, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Do you watch the ESPYS? Only part of ESPYS I saw was the very beginning when uh, Curry was doing a little beginning hosting shit, and then I saw some of. Clay Thompson's acceptance performance for the comeback player of the year, I think. That's also. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I still feel like it's like an unaligned beef there with LeBron and Curry. Like, LeBron really wanted to be friends with Curry, and Curry's just like, I don't really want to be friends with you, dog. <laughs> You're kind of corny. I'm that nigga right now. Let me, let me, let me bash in my moments. I don't think it's beef. I think it's just a, you know, I'm I'm a top dog in this league. You're a top dog, just like league. you. I'm yeah. trying to dethrone you, nigga. What are you talking about? This is my yeah. shit. I'm trying to I'm trying I'm trying to take this my my direction. Let me dethrone this nigga. Yeah, it's like some shit like that. I don't think it's like some man. Fuck is LeBron type shit on. Uh, it's more respect there than that. It's yeah, I'm, a, I'm pretty sure. I'm just trying to take over before because you know we we around the same age. You playing all these years at this high level. Like by the time you retire, nigga, it's about to be time for me to retire, nigga. Yeah. I need my little window where I can go crazy yeah. without you in my my way. <laughs> where it's just it's all me. Like this is my league. There ain't no question. Type yeah. shit. Shit. NBA Twitter them bully on uh, AD to get back into like working out and shit. Getting the jump. Bullied him or was he supposed to do that because the season's coming up? Bully. Because that nigga said he didn't touch the ball. He was like, hey, bro, I haven't touched the basketball since April. And the niggas was like, bro, if you don't get your ass on this goddamn court, my nigga, before you fucking fade your shit. Like, so, yeah, I'm going to say bully. He got bullied back into working out. Um, still seem like, it still look like the uh, Lakers are trying to trade Westbrook to wherever they can trade him to. Bro, they was just all on the phone and they vowed to commit to this year. Come on, bro. That's cow. How you know what's cap and how you know what's not cap, bro? We all just reading reports, man. You just going off a feeling at this point? Yeah, I'm going off the vibes. <laughs> I can tell. I can look at the way LeBron's posting. He don't want. He don't want. He don't want Westbrook to be there. Oh uh, shit. Well, why not? No, shit, bro. That's that's all I got for for today, man. I don't know if you got some other shit. Um, I think we ran through everything. Um, I didn't shout out uh Kevin Samuel's disciple. The one he passed the baton to before he died, man. Uh, shout out to Melanie King, yo. I like your work out there. 
people, I might I might click this and send it to you. <laughs> I once saw people probably like a year ago. Yeah, probably around that time when Kevin was still alive. Um and yeah, she 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 definitely she's definitely like taking some of his like talking points and his formula and making it her own, you feel me? She definitely fucked with his philosophies yeah. and his views on shit. And like the way he like constructed his uh interviews and or his shows. I don't know exactly what they call them. Yeah. I see a lot of it in the few clips that uh I saw from her when she joined my algorithms on YouTube. Because ain't she doing like a dating show online or something like that? Or doing the same thing he was doing, like letting people call in and say why they want. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, they was calling in. I don't know about a dating type know, show. I don't know if she's hooking her up, but she definitely be having like her little pad and like she'll ask some questions. How old are you? Where you work? I was like, oh, okay. So you about to analyze her like, like, like the Kings Kevin Samuels used to do, <laughs> and then you about to t- give her the uncut raw version Shit, of everything that's in your mind. Have you seen? Um, I like it. I feel it. Have you seen Kendra G? Like talk like little thing like that where she asking people like women like, oh, so you know where you from? Like blah 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 boom boom. How many kids you got? And like <laughs> women just be like. It was one woman over there, bro. She was like, yo, you know, I got like four kids, you know, three different baby daddies, but I don't want no man with no kids or baby mama. <laughs> I was just like, what? No, yeah. Oh, okay, shorty. I think I peed that one. And Kendra G, she be like, like, she be holding her composure. She just really be there like, I'm really doing this right now with this person. That's what you're doing for, right? I don't know what she You signed over this. You did it to talk to the motherfuckers that make no logical sense. And you, I guess you try to make it logical for them. I don't know, bro. You yeah. Because I'm about to say, I never really saw a full clip of the show. So, I don't know if she, like, helps them, you know, get to the logic part of it or just let them live in their their uh, fantasy world. But, hey, man, shout out to the women out there that's, I guess, helping carry the movement of men. What's up? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, looking out for men' health and stuff like that. Yeah, but there's another shorty out there that's like come popping up in my like algorithm. She got like fucking like a tattoo on her chest and she be going crazy too. So it's out there, bro. You know, there's women out there standing up for men's right. Follows those same methods. Yeah, being a disciple of Kevin Samuels. Monetizing. I ain't gonna lie, I was watching this one video and uh, Shorty Melanie King, like she like stopped the whole interview like in the middle of it because like some nigga out of nowhere like it popped up on the bottom of the screen. Some nigga donated like two hundred dollars, and this old nigga was in the middle of like breaking down why him and his last Shorty got a divorce. She like straight interrupted that nigga like right in the middle like, oh hold on, we got a shout out. Whoever, whoever, man, that two hundred dollars, blah blah blah. She did this whole rundown and everything. You can see old buddy on the side of the screen, like sticking like at work on lunch or some shit, like on break, like just looking, like letting her get her shit off. And then she had to like she had to get in her bag, but she had to like come back and get in her bag. She like, oh yeah, yeah, but, but back to you, back to you, back. To you. Hey, I ain't gonna and lie. I was like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. You telling me about your personal problems and like a little screen right here, I just see two hundred dollar pop up, nigga. I'm shouting that nigga out too. Hey, bro, you gotta hold up, nigga. Shit, <laughs> give me like give me five minutes to tell this nigga how great he is. He is because he definitely just paid for something in this house. Either pay for groceries or my fucking weed, my nigga. And definitely hopes that she's um uh, definitely an attractive woman. So yeah, shout to her, man. Maybe we should uh, reach out and see if we can get an interview. You got to do it, bro. I'm shy. I'll do it. Hey, go ahead. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> I am, bro. You just on a fucking date? How you pull that? Come on, bro. That last date you was just on. Hey, you so damn shy, my nigga. Shyness, bro. 
And he was like, oh, you look so shy over here. Let me, <laughs> let me give you my number. <laughs> that do be happening sometimes. They just be like, oh my gosh, what are you doing over here just standing alone? I'm like, all right. You're looking all crazy and shit, man. What are, you over here looking you like okay? A, looking like you're about to cry. Are you okay? Oh, shit. Before we got here, bro, this memory just popped up in my head. I went skating one time with like one of the homies when like we was young, like <clears throat> like this had to be like elementary. And um shit, it was ice skating. So ice skating is difficult as fuck. I still don't fuck with it. So I'm over there trying to skate, bro. I'm falling, all type of shit. Nigga, I started crying. Like out of nowhere, like at the time, probably like they probably was alright, but like like two bad bitches just came up and was like, Oh my god, like it's okay, like we'll help you learn how to skate, like <laughs> all types of shit. And, like when we like when we left like the homie was like really pissed off, like, oh bro, you just had bitches over here, <laughs> like, and you over here crying and shit. Yeah, oh, man. So the shyness done helped me a couple times. So it worked that time, and you just got comfortable in the shyness. That's what man. it sounds like. I guess, man. Shout to you, man. Yeah, Whatever man. works, man. Nah, man, come on, bro. You gotta slime me that other IG, bro. Nah, bro. Let me know when you try to go to the strip club. I might do it. Come on, man. Why you want to? Chubs, bro. I don't want to do that. Temp- I don't want to <laughs> give out temptation like that, bro. That's not what type of time niggas is on. Yeah, it's temptation like, of this strip club, man. Come on. I'm doing you a disservice, man. It's like, is you trying to go out there or not? You trying to go out there? All right, man. I might be able to show you what's out there. If you're not trying to go out there, I don't want to tempt you and make you do something you don't want to do. Come on, bro. Anytime I go into the strip club, is I'm doing something I don't want to do. Throwing money. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, y'all. Shit, this has been another episode from Must Your Podcast from Neil Point of View. If you see us out in Fayetteville today, give us a shout out, man. You feel me? You might shout you out on the next episode. You know, run up on us and let us know you saw us and shit. You feel me? But yeah, man. Y'all enjoy y'all day, and we gone. Some guy can this work? I'm cause I'm tired of struggling. It's sure he's strewn by person. Man, nigga, fuck up, so I get high at night. Drink a fill for that weight, so I can vibe through the night. And my demons talk to you. I be trying to fight, but lately, I've been thinking about leaving this life. Shit.